0: gentlemen and welcome to another episode of the Bobcast live from the lounge wearing my mask staring at the Ouija board uh, today is Sunday August 22nd 2021 and uh, I'm here after you know I took a couple of weeks off we did a podcast last week with murdering the curve but it's been a while since I did something on my own you know so here i am a solo podcast to check in about all the shit that's been going down while i've been away right so let's let's have a a quick chat right so i got vaccinated two shots back in april was my second dose right and uh, i wore my mask for a long time and then on tj wilson's wedding night the mask mandate was lifted and all of a sudden I got to see people's faces for the first time, and I was like, holy shit, I forgot all about this, I forgot about what it was like to engage in conversation, right, I forgot what it was like to look into somebody's eyes and also see their lips moving at the same time, and I have to say, it was a little jarring, I, uh, I don't know, was it good, you know, like, was it what I anticipated not really to be honest with you I had a little bit of an anxiety attack because I wasn't quite, quite ready yet you know I'm a social person but at the same time I also suffer from mental health issues and about you know I was coming into my own you know what I mean like I was having like you know this pandemic trying to figure out my life trying to figure out you know some some issues that I had growing up in my childhood you know and the mask came off right I was a little intrepid about that. I was like, "I'm not sure if I'm going to take my mask off. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with, you know, uh, this uh, whole thing going on." You know what I mean? I wasn't really sure if I could um, acclimate to society. You know what I mean? I wasn't sure if I could get my shit together. Where am I going with this? Sorry, I was looking at the computer screen and just, you know, firing off verbal tidbits. Maybe it didn't make sense for the last 30 seconds, but here we are, back in the lounge with an important message, right? So, yeah, I took my mask off that night, too, right? And then for the next several weeks, I didn't wear a mask. You know, I got a new job, start working with new people. They're not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. Start going to the grocery store without a mask. Was getting, you know... Dirty looks from people with the mask on, thinking to themselves, who's this joker with the long hair shopping over there in the produce section? It's me. It's me in the produce section without a mask. And, you know, I thought that the pandemic was over, man. You know, I felt like that um, that vibe was coming around the corner. It felt like we were turning the tides. But it turns out that no, we weren't turning the tides. And guess what? I'm living proof here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that the shit ain't over yet. Okay. In the course of four and a half weeks, I have been exposed twice to the COVID-19 Delta variant. Two times I tested negative. Um, the first time was with a coworker, a coworker exposed me to the, the variant, whatever, you know, I was like, okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) barely know him, but he's a nice guy, you know, and, uh, I could tell that he felt really bad about exposing, you know, uh, people whom he works with who were parents. And like, you know, I called him up and said to him, you know, truth be told, I was blazed out of my mind when I called him up because I get really emphatic when, uh, you know, I'm ingesting my medicine. You know, I like to, to feel what other people are feeling. And I felt like he was just really upset with himself. So I gave him a call and I was like, Hey buddy, I hope everything's okay. I hope you're doing well. And you know what? He really enjoyed that. And you know what? You should do shit like that too, man. Don't text somebody give him a call make him feel good so you know I tested negative and um and that was with the co-worker right and I was like okay cool you know maybe this vaccine did work maybe I am on my way towards redemption a couple weeks pass and my family we had this uh annual you know trip coming up we always go down Cape May Wildwood and we get nuts Not really nuts. We just go to the beach and have some white claws and eat some seafood and pass out by eight thirty. It's real crazy stuff these days with the Bob at the Bobcast (laughs) lounge. So we go down there, right? And uh, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is going to be the best vacation ever. You know, it's like it's time to you know to release some stress. It's time to drink. I don't really drink during the October, excuse me, the fall or winter months or spring. I only drink during summer. We've documented this here on the podcast. Why do I drink only during summer? Because there's gotta be aquatics involved. I can't drink if there's no pool or there's no ocean to lower my body temperature down. Because I tend to get a little excited when I drink, okay? I don't like people have drinks and they're like, ah, I feel so relaxed. Not me, dude. When I drink, I feel like I've had like 18 Red Bulls and I feel like I'm ready to like, you know, put up some drywall in the studio. I'm out of my mind when I drink, you know? But sometimes it's good to be out of your mind. Sometimes it's good to relax and feel good things about yourself on the beach with your family. And I was very excited to have my brother come and visit. You know, he's coming down from New Orleans. Excuse me, coming up. (laughs) That's such a shit show, isn't it? Coming up, coming down. People are like, you mean going down, right? Whatever, man. In the scheme of the universe, we're going always. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so basically my brother comes from New Orleans. He flies in, comes over. First night we have drinks. We share a joint. It's great, you know. It's good to see him. It's good to be back with the family, you know. So yeah, I'm very excited. You know, it's a great time. And then the next day, you know, we go to the beach. And I notice that, you know, Sam is just a little off. You know, he's a little um, tired, right? And we go out to dinner, and I remember we were trying to stir up conversation with him, and he was like, I'm just so tired right now. And I swear, in the back of my mind, I was thinking to myself, oh, shit, dude, he may have COVID. He's vaccinated, by the way, right? So I'm thinking, there's no way, right? He's got the vaccine. He's my brother. I've already tested negative. He's got some of my DNA. Obviously, there's no chance that he's going to test positive, Right? wrong so the next day we find out in an early morning text that he woke up and he took off his deodorant cap and couldn't smell shit he then panicked and went to i guess an urgent care and got the rapid test comes back positive ladies and gentlemen oh no right he got the vaccine he did everything he was told he wore a mask going to and fro New Orleans to Philadelphia he did everything he possibly could to be safe but guess what he still contracted the COVID-19 Delta variant by the way uh you don't know if it's uh they don't tell you if it's Delta variant they just say positive you know But, uh, yeah, we were very concerned because, you know, we have a five-year-old, you know, and we also had a 91-year-old down there with us, my father-in-law, so we're obviously very concerned, right? So we, you know, we bug, you know, and, uh, there's nothing worse than bugging out when you're not home, you know, when you're away, you don't have your, you know. The things in your house that make you feel good, you know what I'm saying? It's a shit show, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like, oh, damn. So we go, we get tested, and uh, my wife, negative. Your host, your podcast host, your life coach, whatever you want me to be, negative. My son, positive. And uh, that sucked, you know, because we got the, the information in that order, too. Wife negative, me negative, then son, right? Positive. We noticed uh, during the week that he was just, you know, a little fatigued. We noticed that he was a little tired. You know, he took a nap on the beach, and that never happens, ever, dude. He's like me, you know? He doesn't drink White Claw, but he's still crazy like me, and he's got lots of energy, you know? So he passes out on the beach, and we automatically assume something's going on, right? So then we find out that he's positive, right? He's five years old. He can't get the vaccine, right? It sucks, you know? It sucks as a parent because you're scared shitless, right? But thank God his symptoms still to this day. Knocking on wood. It's just malaise and just, you know, being tired and stuff like that. But, you know, it's a great lesson for the people out there who think that this shit isn't over, right? I mean, the thing that's kind of crazy too, man, is it's become such a political thing, right? It's nuts, right? Because, listen... Your, your, your soul doesn't have a political party, okay? The humane part of you doesn't identify as Republican or Democrat, okay? The person that cares for another will be rewarded in the next life. It may not be that heaven you think about or whatever. You know, it could be some sort of like a shopping spree if you want it, okay? But I just think that being uh, considerate towards other people is a paramount part of being a member of society, right? So wearing a mask, dude, isn't really a problem for me. It's never been a problem. In fact, you know, I love superheroes, right? Batman, for Christ's sake, I've been wanting to wear a mask my whole life. So I start wearing a mask again, right? Immediately afterwards, because I realized my blunder, right? My blunder was this, is that, yeah, I got comfortable after TJ's wedding. I got comfortable with not wearing a mask. I got comfortable with the fact that I thought that we were out of the woods with this it, whatever it is, you know, some people are saying, oh, it's just a virus. Oh, it's a it's a manmade virus. It's this. Look, it doesn't make a difference where it's where it's from. OK, or how it got here. We got to deal with it. Right. That's like saying that the plate of food that they brought out from the restaurant isn't yours. And, you know, no matter what, you're going to keep sending it back over and over and over and over and over again. Okay, It's, it's just an endless loop of shit. Just do the right thing. Eat your food. And don't talk trash if it don't taste well, because I can tell you the truth. Maybe seven times out of ten in that kitchen, they're just going to like balk at you and be like, whatever, throw it on the grill. They ain't going to come back with like, you know, some sort of Salt Bay product. They're going to come out with something that's just like, you know what? Screw you and your 20%. It's also what's wrong with the world. We don't take care of each other. Back to my original point. Wear your mask, right? So I start wearing my mask, you know. After we get the news of my brother being positive, after we get the news of of my son being positive, I'm wearing my mask, right? I'm wearing my mask. I go into a Wawa because I gotta go into a Wawa because we're out of water, we're out of supplies. We're driving home. I gotta go in there. I double mask up. I go in. I got all these people staring at me, man, like they want to fight. You know, dude, you want to fight me for wearing a mask? Really? Like what? What part of the um? It just doesn't make any sense, man. It makes no sense to me whatsoever that you are upset because I'm wearing a mask. Regardless if it isn't real or not, I'm wearing a mask, <laughs> right? It's like being mad at somebody on Halloween for wearing a mask, right? I mean, like masks, like they've been around our society, you know, for a long time. But all of a sudden, it's a it's a form of weakness, right? Here's something else too, right? So like I uh, come home from the shore, right, and uh, you know? Oh, I can't go nowhere because I'm going to be here for the next, you know, God knows how many days until my son tests negative and I test negative, go back to work. But I yeah, I got to do something, right? So I'm going to cut the grass, right? I like cutting the grass. It makes me feel good about myself when I cut the grass. I got about an acre of, of land here in the prestigious Plymouth Valley where the power goes in and out. Like, you know, it's got its own agenda. But regardless, I like to cut the grass. I like to have a good time. And I noticed during the pandemic last summer that when I wear a mask, when I'm cutting the grass, I don't get allergies. I don't get all fucked up in my nose. I don't sneeze 18 times a day. So I wear my mask. I wear my mask when I'm out there cutting the grass. And I'm outside cutting the grass with my mask. And this dude comes down the street, man, and he just slows to a roll and he starts to like you know when someone's like laughing at you and you know someone's laughing at you that's what he's doing dude and I gotta be honest I kind of went nuts turned my tractor around faced him took off the mask threw up my hands in the air and like was telling him to come back so not so I could fight him but so I could educate him on the fact that my son is now positive with the COVID-19 virus and also too I get allergies bro don't hate on me for wearing a mask Don't hate on somebody for caring about somebody else. Don't hate on somebody for self-care. (laughs) Self-caring themselves. Yo, these solo podcasts are crazy. If I'm talking too fast, whatever. Don't even text me. Don't even email me. It's fine. So yeah, I'm in the middle of uh, quarantine. I already did a puppet show. I've been up since 6.30. It's going to be a long week. Uh, my son's daycare isn't even an option because they had an outbreak, right? So yeah, it's it's real, okay. Regardless of like what you think, regardless of whatever political party you're in, you know, whatever, you know. Also, too, I mean, like wearing a mask keeps these, keeps you healthy. Many people out there are commenting on social media that they didn't get sick like they used to because they wear a mask in public situations. It's cra- yeah, yeah, What I you know way. I don't know what to do, okay? But I do know one thing. When it affects my son, when it affects my immediate family, okay? We got to do something about it, okay? I, I almost wish that I was positive because then it, maybe you would believe me leave, believe me a little bit more, okay? But thank God I'm healthy, right? Thank God that my wife's healthy. We're going to take care of my son. But the point is that, you know, this isn't over, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. The variant, whatever, it's it's crazy, you know? And then there's another variant coming. There's going to be a lot of fear. There's going to be a lot of uncertainty. The school year is going to suck. Also, really stoked that I decided to retire from school teaching at age 38. Seemed like a really bad move. That's me tapping myself on the back because I can't deal with that shit no more. I can't deal with that stress. I can't deal with the fact that education also became babysitting and also became something else entirely, you know? We, we spend so much time away from our children. It's disgusting. Think about it, really. I mean, for 12 years, they're off doing the day, learning shit that they probably won't even retain. And then later, maybe because they didn't have enough emotional time with you, aren't really functional adults because they didn't learn from their, their adults. They didn't learn from their parents. They didn't learn from the people who are responsible for their existence, right? It's a bunch of other people in elementary school who maybe, you know, seven times out of 10 are good teachers. I don't know. I've had a handful of bad teachers, man. And I can tell you one thing, having a bad teacher during the pandemic, that would suck. That would suck so bad because when you're young, you're so susceptible towards like their feelings, you know, or at least I was, you know, like I remember um, this teacher, his name was Mr. Duran, and uh, I'm sorry if you're out there listening to this and you may be related to him. And I said his name, but hey, this is just the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, he didn't like me very much. Okay, he he um, he, he he didn't like my uh, beatnik. <laughs> um, like I, I was a poet in school. I used to write poems and shit, you know. And like I I attended the poetry slam, and I remember one time I wrote this like. Uh, first person short story and I was really entertaining the idea of being a writer and I eventually did become a screenplay writer with an active agent who teamed up with his brother and won a couple festivals along the way so guess what yeah maybe you were wrong Mr. Duran but regardless I showed him the story and Mr. Duran just looked at me like I was a piece of shit and didn't even comment on the story just fixed all my spelling errors which there was a lot of because I had a learning disability back in the day and I was undiagnosed but now people everywhere are all about individual education plans. Mr. Duran I'm not mad at you bro I in fact Think about you quite often because you were the fuel, you were the catalyst, right? You were the catalyst for the fire to like, ignite inside me to like try to, you know, do something with my screenplay writing. And you know what? I took a year off and this week I plan on getting back to it. Mr. Duran, if you recall, I also put you on the cover of my 1998 senior class party. It was an original picture of myself in a pimp outfit during Halloween with my drunken neighbor who had a broken arm. But I used an X-Acto razor knife and removed Mr. Duran's face from the yearbook and it perfectly fit onto the flyer that I handed out everywhere. And I even handed it to him and he just looked at me and crumbled it up and threw it in the trash. Mr. Duran, I hope that you're doing well out there. Back to the original theme of this story, the original theme of this podcast. You're freaking me out, man. You wear a mask called Counterfeit. It's an actual Limp Bizkit song, but regardless, I really think you should wear your mask. I really think you should take care of the people you love. And I really think that, you know, if my story can be a lesson for anybody out there, take this shit seriously, man. Because you know what? I wasn't really taking it 100% seriously. I thought that we were out of the, you know, the, the, the dark days. But, you know we got a little bit more work to do, okay? And I've always been an advocate for the mask because I love to protect myself and I also love (laughs) to hide myself from people. So with that being said, you know, uh, I'm going to check back in uh, next week. Hopefully my son has tested negative again and we can rejoin society because for the next several days, we will be locked inside this house with nothing but our imagination, some social media and uh, some streaming services. The thing that sucks about being home is it's so easy to just watch TV all day, right? That's why we did a puppet show today. That's why my wife's on my ass about worksheets. I probably you know have to just go back in the straight school teacher mode because regardless of the fact, once a school teacher, always a school teacher. You don't have to be there in September, right? If you're an educator, the best thing you can do is educate others. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, please educate yourself and your family on the Delta-19 variants out there, okay? Because this shit ain't going nowhere, okay? Especially with the school year coming and the kids not being able to get vaccines until they're, you know, in their adolescent years. We gotta we gotta, we gotta, gotta do something here, okay? So raise the awareness, tell everybody you listen to this podcast and, uh, you know, there's nothing else left to say except that uh, my name's Bob and this has been another episode of... Bobcast.